thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Tuesday night edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to be back and looking forward to uh, connecting and finding out what's happening in your world. I want to just basically start today. You got guys got a a gist of what we're going to talk about here. It has to do with more of the removal of the Federal Reserve, a.k.a. the dollar, out of the global monetary payment network and the introduction of something new. And of course, as of today, it looks like uh, Mr. Putin shared his displeasure in uh, the way that things are being handled in reference to the West and how they continue to prolong and to instigate and things of that nature. And then as a follow-up to that, uh, he basically mentioned that the, uh, the, the a unipolar world is coming to an end soon. And then I have some more information about how it looks like they're creating a new standard uh, amongst the BRICS nations and things of that, of that like. So uh, going to be an interesting episode. But before I dive any further, I want to welcome any first-time viewers to the community. Let me know where you're watching from. Would definitely love to acknowledge your presence in the chat. And then I have maybe three or four different topics or whatnot to touch on. Uh, I want to spend more time just reading through a description that's very detailed in nature, just describing how uh, something's brewing and it's just a matter of time before it's announced. And it, it plays right in uh, line with my little time frame that I have in reference to the shifting of the monetary world order and how it's a high probability that uh, within 2023, uh, there'll be a, a parallel system running alongside the petrodollar swift dominated system until it's no longer uh, recommended and use it, used by most nations. But we'll get into that. So let me just do a couple quick shout outs real quick and then go through some articles, open up the phone lines. We'd love to hear from you guys directly. Uh, won't be uh, uh, that long this evening, but uh, we got Phil and Wright. Uh, we have Roman checking in. We got Gail checking in as well. Kenneth Gibson. We got wise dove. We got Neil's that says by silver and platinum. <laughs> we got Maloney investments from Oklahoma. How you doing my friend? Appreciate you for blessing us with your presence. Uh, we got Rolf checking in Joshua B. Um, you are God sent out to the man. I appreciate you, man. Um, yeah, just, you know, want to stay on top of the natural events as they unfold, but uh, more excited about the practical things that we can do in the meantime. But ultimately, it all boils down to the spiritual essence of things, man. I'm really excited about that and just trying to figure out how to incorporate that more into my message just because I want to make sure that uh, the work that I do put forth has more than just temporary value. I want to have what I would consider eternal value. Uh, not only in this life, but in the life to come. So I'm trying to weed that in now bit by bit. But of course, it starts with the uh, good word that I share in the morning and throughout the day, trying to better uh, educate myself on uh, biblical prophecies and things like that. But anyway, I'll I'll save you guys on that. All right. So uh, before I jump in any further, let me do a little maintenance on my side here. Then we'll jump right in uh, to the articles or whatnot and uh, go from there. So let me share my screen, getting a little bit sidetracked here. Um, all right. So, yeah, for, as always, want to make sure you never know who might be new to the fold. So I want to definitely make sure I provide a uh, somewhat of a foundation for everybody to stay plugged in. So link beneath this video here, uh, rtd.news is a way is a place we can get basically plugged in and get caught up to date on everything that's happening. I consider the whole RTD message and the rethinking the dollar concept uh, 
well, well along. It's uh, the road to basically helping people understand the importance of between lawful money and, and, and uh, fiat currency and how the shift is happening right now. And it's just a matter of uh, what, how will you be positioned as things unravel? And unfortunately, the majority of people are still solely focused on the legacy system, which has been unraveled and rebranded into something new. And I think the best medium of exchange in between this transition period happens to be in the most undervalued assets uh, around and the most historical. And I happen to be gold and silver and, of course, platinum or just precious metals in general or anything associated with the periodic table. But I'm getting off track again. Got to keep got to keep rubbing myself back in anyway. Uh, for those that are interested, I uh, want to make sure everybody has a chance to do such. And uh, for those who might be new, if you have not as of yet got a hold of your starter kit, feel free to do that. Uh, it's a, just an opportunity to get yourself an assortment pack. And I think it's relatively affordable. And it's, it comes with a, a variety of uh, very interesting coins there for those who are interested. So feel free to participate in that. I appreciate Bullion Max for helping me out by providing an opportunity for the community to get their weight up. And of course, this is just an option. Do what you must do, but it's something that I've taken advantage of myself. And also, rtd.locals is a place where we will be streaming if and when something happens here on YouTube because it's my my opinion that as things unravel, being able to talk to your community and, and actually talk about truthful things will be uh, forbidden. Therefore, let's stay connected. So definitely connect with me there. And if you're a content creator, definitely connect there and share your work as well so the community can, can support you as well as well. So, and also looking to just do bigger and better things on my end, but it costs, if you would love to support me, feel free to donate to the cause and uh, definitely will, uh, you'll be rewarded for your uh, donations here and in the life that come, I believe. And also rethinkingdollar.com is where I put all articles, blogs. You can stay, stay up to date with that. Test your IQ if you haven't as of yet. And of course I have crisis reports and all types of alternative contrarian viewpoint uh, information worth sharing. And then this, video here will probably fall into the de-dollarization uh, category where I've been documenting the entire transition. You know, I have well over maybe 80 uh, episodes right now, just ba basically giving you step-by-step -step activity that happens from the West or from the East rather. So I have interviews and all that other like, so always be able to stay plugged in. Okay, let's jump right into it. So uh, I shared this video earlier and I was going to try to squeeze, let me close some windows here. I was going to try to squeeze in a, a live stream but wasn't able to do it but uh this is from a basically a a conference uh given uh amongst russia and a, and a variety of other nations african latin american a variety of non-us uh, officials and putin basically said a couple strong words here and i'm going to basically go into it but i just shared this little quick 123 but ultimately what it says is says putin on the u.s action towards russia and china it's a quote saying it is evident that Western globalist elites are attempting to distract their own citizens from very dire social economic problems, fall, uh, falling life standards, unemployment and poverty and deindustrialization. And I mean, I'm sure he meant de-dollarization, but uh, didn't quite see it the way. But anyway, he just went on to say a lot of other things. And uh, I'll actually jump on that right now. So here is a headline. That came out not long ago from Fox News. So take it from it what you may. But it says Putin is furious over U.S. hegemony, says end of the unipolar world is on the horizon. So once again, what exactly does the end of the unipolar world, uh, what, what does that mean? And it's my thoughts and ideas that uh, it has a lot to do with the current world structure. 
where the West, i.e. the U.S. and all the puppeteers that control this system, uh, basically continue to just in debt and slave the world as well as do as they please to other nations without any type of consequences. It looks like the decoupling from that system and structure is well underway. And it's just a matter of how will it be rolled out, even though everything is being planned uh, accordingly. And just to give you an idea of what's going on here, uh, this is more of the written script from that video that I was mentioning at just a moment ago. But it says here, uh, Putin was addressing a security conference uh, attended by military officials from Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Putin reaffirmed his long, long-held uh, claim that he sent troops into Ukraine in response to the Washington turning the country into an anti-Russian bulwark. It says, quote, they need conflicts to retain their hegemony, meaning the U.S. Then it goes on here to said the situation in the U.S. Uh, is trying to uh, drag the conflict out as it acts exactly the same way, trying to fuel conflicts in Asia, Africa, and Latin America. And then it talks more and more and more, but I'll give you a little, little I'll sum this up here. But this, then it goes into how uh, that quote I mentioned, the era of the unipolar world is nearing its end. And then he went on to say a lot of other things, just basically firing shots at the West and basically saying how it doesn't really matter what they're doing because they have something planned. And of course, what that plan looks like has more to do with the fact that over the last several years, the BRIC nations have been working together. So this is older. We talked about this before, but I think this leads well into that next uh, infrastructure uh, announcement that is in the works. So this says Russia and China are brewing up a challenge to dollar dominance by creating a new reserve currency. And so once again, by the time it hits Western mainstream news, it's already old news. So therefore I believe the system is up and operational, just haven't been officially rolled out to where that initial shock has hit the world. Because I think either either waiting for uh, some type of event along with the West here, probably this fall, who knows, or they'll let things unravel and basically let everything go to hell in a handbasket and then roll it out to the world along with their own citizens and whatnot. Because all these countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, and South Africa, they're all in very uh, interesting positions due to their debt-denominated system. So, uh, but anyway, so there is an article that uh, came out a couple, about, about two weeks ago, and it's in Russian. And so what I had to do was just, you know, translate it or whatever, transcribe it, and you get more of the details. But as of today, uh, it hit the Western Airways, and so it looks like this right here, and this was printed up by the capitalist exploits and put out on zero heads, but it says, Russia proposes a new standard to compete with rigged London Bullion Market Association. And so I would encourage anybody, if you want to find out more and dive deeper, this is a very detailed excerpt here. And I don't want to read it all just because it'll take forever, but I'll just thumb through a couple of things that stood out here. And so it says Russia proposed a new international standard for trading precious metals, the Moscow world standard, which will become an alternative to the London LBMA. Keep it that sweet and simple, which systemically manipulates precious metal markets to depress prices. We all know what has happened with the COMEX, the LBMA, LBME, you name it. Those are Western focus uh, entities are coming to an end. Hence the rollout over the last several years, starting with the Shanghai uh, exchange. Now India has their own exchange. They're rolling out. I think it was about two weeks ago. We talked about that. 
And now it looks like Russia is rolling out one. And so I wouldn't be surprised if all the other BRICS nations also officially roll out something if they have not already, just to, I guess, help lay the foundation for that interoperable system that they're going to eventually roll out. And it's going to be a tiered system. And so if they have the price setting mechanisms as far as their bullion or precious metals exchanges, they're going to allow, as it says in this article here, the goal will be for each country that's participating, i.e. the very naturally rich in resources countries to be able to set the prices in collaboration with their other partners within the BRICS. And then they'll determine the actual price based upon whatever they see fit to balance trade and all that other stuff like that. But ultimately, it'll be the West, the Eastern's version of the international price setting mechanism that is controlled by the LBMA, the COMEX and all those other criminal institutions. So real sweet here. Uh, it says, let me just go down some. It says the basis of this new structure will be a new specialized international precious metals brokers headquartered in Moscow, which will rely on the Moscow world standard. So this will, it says it will rely on the Moscow world standard. Also proposed is a committee for fixing precious metal prices composed of central banks and the largest banks of the countries that are members of the Eurasian Economic Union, Armenia, Belarus, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, and Russia that currently have a presence on the precious metals market. And it says, according to the Russian finance minister, precious metals prices will be fixed either in national currencies of the key member countries or using a new monetary units used in international trade. For instance, the new BRICS currency proposed by Russia. So this goes back into the whole idea of <sighs> removing control as well as, oh, I'm over here talking to myself. You guys can't even see the screen. So forgive me. <laughs> Got ahead of myself. But as you guys was able to hear here, just reading from this article right here, uh, won't be long, but I encourage you guys to go read it. But uh, here's another, some interesting figures here and, and, and shows how small the West in reference to what they actually produce a value compared to the rest of the world is, which basically puts it, in a very favorable position for all those Eastern countries that have been suppressed due to the unipolar world controlled by the West and how Putin mentioned how those days are coming to an end, referring to some type of event of some kind. And so here is some details. It says uh, on the basis of this new market, it intends to further the system of bilateral trade and national currencies that spe specifically excludes dollars, euros, and pounds. So this new system will exclude the dominant three currencies that uh, they're getting away from all the, basically all the unfriendly nations primarily it says, and now some statistic on the world gold supply, it says the production share of the U S and other uh, hostile nations produce a grand total of 22% of the world's gold. So all the unfriendly nations produce at about 22% right now. It says Eurasian Europe economic union BRICS, and Africa together produce 57% already controlling shares has now add Peru and Venezuela and the number goes to 62%. So basically 62% of the nations that will be a part of this mechanism that's being developed that will ultimately have more of a say so over the price of real world commodities from the earth. Uh, they, they already outnumber outweigh in actual production. It says Russia is colluding with a number of other countries who ex exclude the dollar 
the euro and the pound from the system of international settlement, starting with the precious metals, but not necessarily stopping there. So um, this is more de-dollarization unfolding in real time, and uh, it will only get worse for the West, but better for those who are able to use this information to their advantage to basically be able to buy precious metals while they're still cheap and they're at they're priced in USD right now because at some point when the east decides to cut on a switch and begin pricing things like always wherever the best price is the most realistic price all the other uh uh uh, non-realistic prices, i.e. USD and everything else, and the G7 nation in particular, the gold and silver and all those other metals will eventually make their way out east to be sold into the hands of the highest bidder. So it will definitely uh, be able to it'll put precious metal holders in much better positions, monetarily speaking, or financially speaking. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me see. I got, uh, let me see, go to a couple more topics here. So on the last topic here, uh, I haven't talked about the uh, housing situation in a while, but three interesting uh, little articles here or three interesting statistics in reference to how over the last two or three years, due to the uh, favorable rates, when everything was on pause, i.e. the lockdown, that more people got into the housing market than they uh, taking advantage of the extremely low borrowing costs. But now that things are going up and the other pinches and in, in the financial budgets that's causing people to have regrets on actually purchasing properties. So here is uh, just some interesting stats here. Let me share with you on the screen real quick. And then I'll open the phone lines so we can talk further. But here is a very alarming uh, graphic here. And so it says here, the U.S. mortgage payments as a percentage of income higher than at the top of the subprime bubble. What could go wrong? <laughs> so as you guys can see here, this is the great financial crisis here. And we have whoop, shot past that boy. So the affordability in relation to the amount of disposable income factored in with the interest rates, as we see here, is whoop, shot up extremely high. So I'm assuming to the right here is about the average percentage of income that's be needed to be spent in order to afford your monthly mortgage payment is at an at pretty much at an all-time high. And then, of course, we got the yellow uh, red line down here, which is the mortgage payment as a percentage of income. So this uh, red line is percentage of income. And blue line here, as you guys see, U.S. For housing affordability, typical month payment, principal plus interest, yada, yada, yada. So we're surpassed the great financial crises at the same time that we're getting some very ugly figures. So here's a here's a interesting uh, survey. It says 72% of millennials have regrets about buying homes they overpaid or settled for in 2021 and 2022. So uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys can re you remember and can relate to having saw that frenzy in the housing market to where uh, people were basically just buying and bidding on anything, trying to land something just because there was such a, um, uh, a race to be able to secure a residence at those extremely favorable rates but as we can see now 72 percent having seven having second thoughts forgive me okay i got my tongue and so more information if you guys are interested more graphs stats whatever but uh yeah i don't think numbers lie and then here's another one here just give you more doom and gloom type of figures record number of home buyers walk away from contracts as builders real amid glut of unsold houses so just looking at some of these these stats here man like just home builder sentiment tanking we got home buyer sentiment tanking. 
So the builders and the buyers disappearing off the market. Very, very, very interesting. All right, let me uh, give you another one. But uh, I thought I would just bring your attention to this because this is what's happening in Main Street, man. Like Wall Street want to paint this fake narrative. Politicians want to say things are, you know, stable. It's no recession. Okay, yeah. The figures tell another story. Six uh, percent of listings have dropped prices. And here's another one here. House housing starts permits tanking. All right, so I'll spare you guys that. <laughs> I'll spare you guys that. So let's talk. Let's open the phone lines. Uh, let's talk. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. Of course, there's lots of stories worth touching on. I'll just skim through the ones that caught my attention and uh, just give you guys something to process. But uh, any minute now, it looks like uh, Vladimir Putin and the BRICS nations will be making some type of announcement. We all knew this was coming. The question will be, how will the West respond? Will they do something stupid in response or will they accept defeat? and take their take their lumps and bruises and move on. And my suspicion would be they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. All right, so feel free to throw out some thoughts in the chat or give me a call. We can talk. And if you have not already, uh, hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Hopefully the algos kick in and more people are notified. And once again, like last night, once we got done live streaming, uh, it's unfortunate that after a video is done live streaming, it has to go through the algorithm processing to make sure that there's no issues with buzzwords being said and things like that. And of course something was flagged. (laughs) So the video uh, is still right now processing that's 24 hours later because they will make some type of excuse to say that I said something or whatever. And all that does is basically it removes the monetization from the video or it limits the amount of monetization for that video so it's basically like you know going to work and not getting paid that day type of thing where you try to bring information share with your community and uh, along the way you have businesses that want to advertise through adsense and things like, like that but youtube being a censor they say what can and what cannot go so it's literally like you know you leave it at the end of the end of, end of your job and not getting paid for it that sucks but it is what it is and uh keep it moving uh, King D, no, no new Discord. I was going to start one, but I've realized that if I start another Discord and promote it to the public, same thing can happen again. If if we share anything that counters the mainstream narrative, then they'll come in and and, and cancel it again. So what's the point of continuing to build a house? If they're going to knock it down. So that's why I'm saying go to Telegram, go to RTD Locals. That'll be the best place, I think, for now, because those are all less censored. Uh, places where we can connect. So that's the goal. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Uh, Robert Christopher calling from Southern Illinois. Rob, how you doing, my friend? Good, sir. Really, really good, sir. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. I think since the days of Trump, that definitely days when you mentioned maybe the dollar's going to be backed by gold, but mm-hmm. I guess that's hogwash now. <laughs> um, um Two two questions, mm-hmm. sir. Two questions. So when uh, the collapse does happen, how do are we going to trade like the silver that we accumulate into cash, or how is that going to operate mm-hmm. during a downturn economy, especially right. if the dollar is just going to melt away? Right. And uh, then, okay. Second second question. I'm gonna hang up. Um, do you ever do you ever put like silver tokens into the offering plate? 
And so <laughs> no, I'm I have not. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> but I mean, I, I've heard of people doing that because basically an ounce of silver, especially American uh, Silver Eagle, it, it is legal tender. So you could do that. But it's one of those things where even whoever collects it at the church, they then have to go, you know, sell it to get fiat notes in order to put it in the bank. So it's one of the things where it actually defeats the purpose because it's meant at this current moment, in my opinion, as something is more of an insurance policy that you just got there for no reason, doesn't grow, doesn't do anything, just sit there and shine. Because once all this blows through, hopefully on the other side of that, there'll be some stability that allow you to be able to transact with it or do what you got to do with it. But once again, other than just trying to use history as a guide as to how things reboot, we don't know because we're in more of a digital age and this whole transition is more digital in nature to where ain't no telling what's on the other side of this. So I'm hoping to be able to either to barter with or to exchange an ounce of silver for whatever I need directly using it as money in somebody's hand or putting it in the hands of a depository and maybe, you know, borrowing against it. You know, you never know. So it's hard to tell just because we've never experienced this before. So I tend to have, you know, actual U.S. Uh, and a small fractional silver that I could probably use in hand-to-hand transactions in the future until there's something trustworthy and stable. But of course, we're going into a digital world. So I'm 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 anticipating some type of CBDC being rolled out. And you, I'm not confident I, I would want to use that if I don't have to. So I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have that transacting with nothing to do with physical metal in my opinion mm. for whatever that's worth okay but we're still but we're, this is all on the fly so we'll, we'll find out but the biggest thing is i, I would assume you wouldn't want to have your lifestyle and your finances solely dependent on this new system if it comes out the way that it appears that they're trying to bring it out like the goal is not to be dependent upon it so cash will serve a purpose in the short term until it's outlawed or whatever happens to it so that's just my two cents man Thank you, sir. Appreciate thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, un- un- waters, but uh, thank you. Thank you, my man. Um, have a good, good rest of the day. Yeah, thank you as well. You. Good. Thanks for calling in, too. No problem. Thank you. Uh, good stuff, man. Appreciate that call. So that was a, a that was a loaded, a loaded, uh, a loaded answer for uh, some semi semi two good questions. So the whole coin, putting the coin in the uh, in the in the collection plate. <laughs> Uh, I've heard of people doing that, but I, I personally haven't done it. So the goal is, you know, and this is my opinion, as long as these things spin, use these just because there's a expiration date on every single fiat currency note. And we're witnessing the transition from away from these things here, because ultimately these notes here serve a purpose until nobody else on the other end accepts them. And we've had more than enough cases throughout history to where there's people who literally get paid the day of they go get cash and then they spend it right away. And that's been happening more within the last three years than any time that I'm familiar with in my lifetime. And there's always been a country or two here and there in some third world, second third world country that uh, went belly up to where the currency was worth nothing, but it's more and more countries happening right now. Sri Lanka, you know, you, we talk about them all the time. So you guys know, and a federal reserve note will be the last one standing. So, there, you might have more time than your typical country. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? How you doing, Mike? It's Chuck from PA. Chuck, what's going on, my friend? Just wanted to get your take because I know Tornado Cash was in the news. I just wanted to ask you, I know these things are not really tested well mm-hmm. because they're blacklisted, but 
what would you say, just a peace of mind, what would you say, like, in the event that we get an uptick from North Korea or something like that when it comes to the privacy coins, what would be, like, your top three as far as that would actually be tangible for the privacy coins? Hmm, great question there. So uh, I'm not familiar with all of them, but I do follow a couple. And, of course, Monero is the leading privacy coin. And then you have the pirate coin. Then you have a couple of new, you know, you got Darrow, you have, uh, I'm still a fan of cloak coin, even though it's a small, real, real small market cap. So there's about four or five out there that have utility when it comes to that feature. Only issue is being able to, to get either from cash into those coins or from cash to stable coins or whatever other coin into those privacy coins. Like the, the gateways are still, heavily controlled by either the privately held exchanges, which are in cooperation with the governments and the banks. So like, once again, like as you enter that world, somehow, some way, whether it's IP address or something like that, more than likely they have the technology where they can see more than we are aware of. So will you actually get into a privacy coin fully private? That's where it's like, uh, we, nobody knows. I don't work for any of these crypto analytics company but the technology they have is a lot further along than what the public knows i think so but it, i guess it's worth a try because it won't hurt <laughs> right i'm just hearing like different things like as far as you know i heard obviously for years you know north korea has been buying but when it came down to some of the hedge funds i heard they were buying but i'm like okay if they're buying why isn't the price moving mm -hmm. so are they just are they holding it to a, like, I'm, I'm going to ask and then yeah. I'll let somebody else get it. But like, are they, when they cook, cause it, I noticed the same thing with stocks. Like mm -hmm. it seems like people will buy, mm -hmm. but then there seems to be like a set date where everything comes into effect. So like, let's say you have 10 big buyers. Mm -hmm. If they want to keep it kind of like a covert right. buy, then they'll, it seems like there'll be a date when, the buys, even though you might have placed the buy order, even though it might have executed maybe like five months ago, right? I'm speculating that like it seems like there's a date where the exchange or there's a date where whoever's holding, whoever's controlling the asset, there'll be it seems like there'll be a date where all the buys would kick in, mm -hmm. whatever they agreed upon. Because right. if they if these hedge funds if they're accumulating. Monero, then why why is it, the price. it it don't look like that on the chart? Right. So uh, all that happen, a lot of that activity happens where you have big institutional players working directly with the exchanges, and they're doing it over the counter. So it's one of the things where it doesn't impact the actual markets in of themselves. Mind you, all these crypto spaces, there's no single point of, of price setting. So you have exchange in in the U.S. that says Bitcoin is twenty two and in South Africa is 27. And so there's no way of actually determining a single price because it's unregulated all in its entirety. And so all you have to do is work with a lot of the big head, a big crypto exchange like Coinbase and whoever else out there that's pretty big, Gemini, and that you can buy them off the market to where it's like, it doesn't affect the price. And then that's where, that's because we don't really know who's holding what of those as, as far as those exchanges. So they could actually be raiding people's wallets buying them or removing them, selling them into these hedge funds. And then one of them, it's one of the things where not your keys, not your coins. So if you don't know your coins are not there, you don't know. It just says you got how many ever on your, in your wallet, but 
do they actually have those coins that they just sold to this hedge fund in their possession? More than likely they don't. So a week or two later, the price of dip based upon some type of manipulated news, then they'll then the, then the exchanges are going and buy on the cheap to fill that order and, and to replace those coins that they took out of people's wallets to supply the big boy. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a damn casino, man. And that's a part of the problem. Cause every, I think ever since wall street got in those markets and started taking things over, we don't know what's what that's why we're witnessing Celsius Voyager three AC and all those other companies. They were just basically just scamming people behind the scenes, promising stuff that it wasn't even there, man. So we won't know until all this stuff comes crumbling down. Then when the smoke settles, then we'll see what's still around at that point. Cause all these crypto companies, in my opinion, have turned into like publicly traded companies in a sense. They got boards and members and all that crap. So they, we need a lot more uh, uh, bankruptcies or we, we, not, we need a lot more coin failures, I think, to weed out the riffraff before we can see what's going to last. You like, you like Cloak, though? Yeah, yeah, I've been a big fan of Cloak for some time now, even though I think it's under $2 million right now, which is very insignificant. But it's a small cap coin and... It has, you know, a little activity on it. So it might be worth something, might not, but it's something I've been aware of ever since it pumped back in, I think, 2017. So that's just me. <laughs> Do you, if you had to say what was the best chain, would you think XRPL is the, has the has the best chain? Uh, XRPL seems to be everybody's favorite. Like, what, like, what do you think about, what do you mm-hmm. think about Sologenic? What I, do you I'm, think about Sologenic? I'm not even familiar with Sologenics. Okay, okay. And last but not least, mm-hmm. um, when do you think? You know, this is kind of like off topic, but mm-hmm. do you think the do you think the moon is a hologram projector? Mm. Uh, I I wouldn't go I, too let, far I, to I answer let, that. I, you, I hear no. I, I hear it on the show, but I'll let somebody else appreciate you, man. <laughs> appreciate you. I just want to get your feedback on that question. All right, thanks. Be good. Uh, the moon is a hologram projection. I, I wouldn't even begin to know. I, my 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 first thought would be no, but then again, you know, I'm seeing so much video footage on so much strange stuff these days. You never know. But my first guess is no, and also that could be a quick uh, a trick question. So, uh, anyway, let's keep talking, man. A couple more minutes, and I got to dial back. Um, I'm, 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 okay, let me see. I see some about human error. What we got? What we talking about? Uh, I'm, I say I'm entitled to say. Uh, looks like TB and Witcher's works. What you guys talking about, man? Make his own mistake like you did here. Uh, when they purchase, let me see here. It says when they purchase, it's on a cold wallet. That's not. That's how they know where the bottom is. Fair enough. Let's get another call here. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, Mike. It's little blood pressure. Corpus Christi. How's it going? LBP, doing good, my friend. How you doing? Good, good. Look, man, the last call got me a little excited, Mike. I, don't, I usually don't get excited. <laughs> what do you say to get you excited, man? Look, look, man, that all cryptocurrency is garbage, okay? It's all <laughs> the fake Ponzi, whatever, you know? We know that already. Max <laughs> how your credit card and get silver. We all know the deal. <laughs> look, Mike, <laughs> the, moon, the moon landing. Yeah. The, the 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 biggest hoax besides nine eleven and you know the disease that we have to all have you know <laughs> look 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 the biggest piece of evidence is when they had a you know the, the all that footage <laughs> they had no stars in the background Mike there's not one single star in any of that footage you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think more of that. Uh, I've seen more video footage come out nowadays of just basically just act activity on some type of studio set. And then I actually shared something, I think, on Telegram where there is a, uh, a desert looking area up in northern Canada at the very top, damn near well close to Russia, that is used as a Mars um what you call it, a Mars camp or something like that. Cause I mean, the video footage and all that stuff from satellite stuff looks like they're using it as a stage to pretend as if they're, you know, they've sent a Rover to Mars and type of. So once again, man, I, I believe it's all a distraction to keep our attention off of the fact that if mankind is the focal point of existence and everything revolves around us, then that means there is a God. But then again, if they make us think that we are just one of, you know, 10 million galaxies and, aliens and all that type of crap that makes us very insignificant as a, as a, as a species. And so the best thing they can do is deceive us and make us think that, you know, we're like, you know, we're inferior and there's other beings out there. Like who the hell cares? Like I've never seen nothing in my life more than likely probably won't. So I don't really care about that. So it's all a distraction to keep our mind off something greater, which is us. Yeah. Mike. Yeah, you know, you know, when, when I was telling you about the stars, like, uh, what do you call it? They they can't replicate that on 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 a movie screen because, like, uh, you know, you could tell because the the, the celestial bodies they're they're perfect, you know, they have distancing, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could tell right away if it's fake because you get one star compared to another compared to another. Everything has to be perfect because you know the way the creator made them. Right. And you can't replicate that on the studio because it's too much detail, you know, and angles and time of year and positioning. <laughs> you can't. You, it's almost impossible to figure that out. Right. A hundred percent. And that's why I don't. I, I let it go, man. I'm not gonna, you know, waste no brain thoughts on that crap. I just I ain't got too much time, man. I gotta make my time count as Earth and do what I gotta do, man. But no. I appreciate you calling, man. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Have yes, a sir. Time. Be good, man. Bye. You too. You too. Thank you, man. Good stuff, man. All right, here I saw some back and forth about Mike. I took my Bible and threw it on the ground. Can you do that without thinking you can go to hell? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. It's. Uh, I'm gonna let the. I'll let you guys. You know, sort out your spiritual uh, topics. I just keep it sweet and simple. Um, what else we got? Trump is a clown. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we got that 38 minute mark. All right. So, uh, I'm excited that I was able to connect and share some, uh, updates as to what's going on. Uh, I believe that within the next, uh, you know, s- several months, if not before the end of this year, we might get some news out of, uh, the BRICS nations telling us what will be the next recommendation that nations use if they want to secure real world items, i.e. oil, as well as food and fertilizer and everything else that's needed to sustain human life, uh, they're going to want to price that in something else. That means the dollar won't be going away, but it just won't be, it won't be uh, required for trade in those nations. And they more, they more than likely might in, end up getting to the point where they no longer accept them if they are, are if they are not already doing that. Wanting something more reliable and dependent. Uh, da, 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 what else we got here? So, U.S. is needed for propaganda uh, win against USR in 1969, a the moon landing. Yeah, I, I've heard stories about that as well. The fake race to get to the moon always happens at the right time, but we haven't been back since. Hello, Carl. Which name are we calling from? 
What's up, Mike? This is Dwayne from the Midwest. Dwayne, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Not much. I got to, I've, I've been saying this. I've been saying this. You know what they're going to use what's that? to price it in? Mm-hmm. What's that? It's been right up on our nose. What? A- the SDR. So Bitcoin is the SDR, sir. Bitcoin is the SDR, is what you're saying. Yes. I can I can I can see how though I can see how everybody is so excited about and gun ho about having a new uh global reserve currency like the economist cover said, and we got more bankers coming out saying that, you know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. So yeah, it, it sounds like it could be something they planned all along. I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't disagree with that one. <laughs> because you know Russia isn't Russia isn't um Russia is using that, you know what I'm saying? They're not opposed to that. Yeah. Every everybody's not opposed to that. And and to be honest with you, to me like well like um people like um T B and um Slow Breakfast have been saying, to me, um uh, Bitcoin and pretty much Ethereum, those guys have been the most more on um, the friend to the dollar. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody say. If it wasn't for that, that that was with that's what's taking the um, steam out of your precious metals. Right, no doubt, one hundred percent. You remove this digital asset class, because the world would be running towards gold and silver, just go. because that's yeah. the most ideal thing you would do. But when you got something to distract you in, in the meantime, uh, and of course, the younger generation is only used to using digital tap and pay, Zelle, PayPal. It makes it only easier to lure people into digits. Yeah, so but a lot of people don't yeah. see it that way. Yeah. But- yeah, but Mike, remember this. Remember when you first started, though, right? Mm-hmm. There was no, and everybody was talking about the um, getting your weight up and the, uh, and the metals and everything, right? Right. They were talking about how the prices was going to go. Think about it. There was no, there was no digital, uh, there was no crypto land space. Right. It was very <laughs> premature then. Yeah. <Right. laughs> so, so those, you know, so those projections that they were projecting, that wasn't taken into the consideration what was coming in the background with those cryptocurrencies. Right. So now those cryptocurrencies and then those cryptocurrencies are actually a friend to not just the dollar, they're a friend to all fiat. Right. Because when you got to get out of them, you got to go price them into some local currency. Right. Great point, man. So great point. So that's all I had to say, man. I'm going to let you dial back, man, get some rest and for sure. we'll, we'll chop it up another day, man. For sure, man. All right. Take Appreciate it easy, you. Man. Yeah. Be good. Yeah. All right. No problem. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff as always. Well, people, it's been another great Tuesday edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to have everybody call in as well as chat back and forth amongst the community. Uh, If you have not, make sure you guys uh, go join the Telegram and uh, keep the party going there. Trying to get more interaction there. And, of course, uh, the rtd.locals.com is where uh, I want to have the most back and forth just because it's off of centrally controlled servers in the hands of a private entity that has proven that censorship is not a part of their model. And so definitely looking forward to doing more work there. But as always, people, uh, it's been great hanging out with you. I enjoyed it back and forth. I saw I always learn being able to hear and connect with you guys and hopefully vice versa. So if you have not on the way out, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Same time, same place. Peace. <laughs>